Hi, my name is Dawn Smith-Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Too Thin, A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Too Too Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers, athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Too Too Thin Podcast. My name is Dawn Smith-Theodore, and I'm happy to have you here listening today. Today, I'm going to talk about relationships and how relationships can be used to heal dancers from eating disorders. So one of the things I want to talk about is the different types of relationships that dancers are involved with and how they can really help support the dancer. So we need to heal the dancer through relationships and there's a need just with humans to have contact. Um, and so it takes strength to stand alone. And it takes courage to lean on a friend. It takes strength to love. And it takes courage to be loved. Relationships are like gardens. You have to tend to them daily. Dancers have many relationships. So some of the relationships that we're going to talk about are the relationship with self, relationship with their body, relationship with friends and family, relationship with dance, relationship with food, relationship with exercise, relationship with sleep and self-care, and relationships with dancers and teachers and choreographers. And then also if you are healing from an eating disorder, it's the relationship you have with the treatment team, with the therapist, the registered dietitian, and the doctor. So the relationship with yourself is an important one. You can have a healthy relationship with self or an unhealthy relationship with self. We all have a critical self, and many times with the dancers, the critical mind of a dancer can work overtime and can inhibit dancers from being able to perform their best at auditions and even in class. Not all dancers develop eating disorders, but they are more likely than the general population. And so we want to be able to rely on ourselves, trust ourselves, and have a healthy self-esteem, which will also lead us to a healthy relationship with ourselves. One of the other important relationships is the relationship with a dancer's body. That many times the thought is, that I need a body desired by teachers and choreographers. Their ability as a dancer was not enough, and so that I, I must have a perfect body. Many times we push the boundaries of our bodies, which can leave the dancer with a lack of self-awareness. As all of you know, your body is your instrument, and dancers must know how to care for their body. 
treat your body with respect for what it does for you as a dancer. And learning how to take care of yourself is a crucial part of being a dancer. It's also important that we have family and friends who understand what your life is like as a dancer. Your relationships with others, with friends and family, they need to understand your needs and how to support you as a dancer. So supportive relations can be family, can be friends, mentors, treatment professionals, teachers, or choreographers. And they can help dancers to recover, according to researchers. Be the best dancer that you can be. Dance is your passion. The passion from dance can also help heal a dancer from their eating disorder. Use it as something to want to recover for. Obviously, relationship with food is very important. Whether you have an eating disorder or not, you need to have a healthy relationship with food. You need to be able to fuel your body to have enough energy to dance, work, go to school, study, and socialize. There's no such thing as perfect eating. It's all about the balance. Some foods have more health benefits than others, but aim for the emotional equivalency. Listen to your body, nourishing plus enjoyable. This makes you feel good mentally and physically. Do not compare yourself to what others eat. Work on your body positivity and value your own unique qualities that you have. Also, an important thing is relationship with exercise. There is an exercise addiction component that goes along with eating disorders. So people with an exercise issue can become have obsessive concerns about being fat if they don't exercise. They can have body dissatisfaction. Reducing caloric intake beyond the caloric output. Exercising in secret even after dancing all day and lying about the exercise. So somebody who might have an exercise problem would be in rehearsal or dance class all day. And then after that, they'd either go running or they'd go to the gym or they'd do some other type of workout instead of let their body rest. So the relationship with yourself and self-care is really an important one. With every act of self-care, your authentic self gets stronger and the critical, fearful mind gets weaker. Every act of self-care is a powerful declaration and is also, I am on my side each day. I am more and more on my side. So sleep hygiene for the dancer. So basically, eight to nine hours per day. It may be more or less depending on the individual. It's important to maintain a consistent sleep schedule. Making sleep a priority is also really important. Many times we put other things before sleep, but it needs to be a priority because without it, you may forget your combinations. You may struggle with balance and coordination or affect your metabolic rate, which can cause you to burn calories 
at a slower rate. Before you go to bed, be sure to turn off your electronics. Avoid caffeine intake after 2 p.m. Avoid late-night exercise. And if you have a chance, take a nap. Increase cognitive functioning with memory and strength. So some of the ways that I like to think about self-care, it can be things that you like to do, things that you enjoy doing other than dance. So reading, movies, TV, Netflix, uh, time with friends, music, walking your dog, petting your cat, hiking, spending time with family, vacations, manicures and pedicures, cooking, bubble bath, journal, do yoga, or find something that makes you smile. It's also important to have a good relationship with your teachers and or choreographers. We need constructive criticism to improve technique and be the best dancer that we can be. It is the dancer that has a predisposition for an eating disorder. The dancer will hear the critique as an affirmation that they are not enough. So you need to believe that you are enough and to hear the critique as something that is given to you because the teacher cares. It's important to have good relationships with other dancers. There's power in community, whether in a dance studio, in a dance company, a show, or in college. There's power with your other dancers. Feeling like you belong to a group or to a family is also important. Develop a trusting relationship with other dancers. And compete only with yourself. Stay focused on your talent and strengths as a dancer. Lastly, if you are in treatment or you have a treatment team that's helping you get better from an eating disorder, it's really important that you have a good relationship with your therapist, your registered dietitian, your psychiatrist, and the medical doctor. The therapeutic relationship is one of the most powerful determinants of positive outcome for recovery. So in closing, I'd like to just remind you that healing the dancer with relationships and passion, we must have confidence in ourselves as dancers, self-acceptance and trust in oneself, I care about myself to care for the body and the house that houses me. Surround yourself as a dancer with a community who knows how to support you. Find meaning and purpose in your life as a dancer. Use dance as a motivator to recover. Have a good relationship with dance. Nourish your body and your soul. Find balance in your life, both inside the dance studio and out. And the treatment team has to be more important to the dancer than the eating disorder. I hope you've enjoyed my information on relationships and how to heal your eating disorder with the different relationships as a dancer. As always, I want to thank you for listening 
to the Too Too Thin podcast. If you have any questions or you have any comments, please reach out to me at dawntheodore.com or on Instagram at tutu underscore thin. And also I have a new book coming out called Mother, Men, and Me. And that is go- that also has an Instagram account at Mother, Men, and Me. And it's about, it's a memoir of anxiety, anorexia, and affairs. And it's about my relationship with my mother, her relationship with men, and how it impacted the trajectory of my life. So I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Have a wonderful day. And thanks again for listening.